Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We're going to jump into Acts chapter 19. A reminder, Paul is in Ephesus, and he's preaching, and then he sends the disciples off into Macedonia to collect gifts for the church in Jerusalem, and he stays there. And this is what happens in the meantime. Verse 23, about that time, serious trouble developed in Ephesus concerning the way. It began with Demetrius, a silversmith who had a large business manufacturing silver shrines of the Greek goddess Artemis. Okay, so we learn that there's going to be a problem in Ephesus concerning Christians, because it uses that word, the way, and the way is capitalized. And it starts with this guy named Demetrius. And Demetrius is a silversmith, meaning he has um, a business where he makes things out of silver, and he employs a bunch of people uh, because it actually says he's manufacturing. He manufactures silver shrines of the Greek goddess Artemis. So who is Artemis? So Artemis is a Greek goddess. She's the Greek goddess of sort of the hunt uh, of uh, fertility. And so Greek, she was made out of a meteorite that fell to earth. And that meteorite either looked like a woman or they fashioned it into a woman. That's probably more likely. And when you see pictures of this, she's basically covered with breasts. So like her entire body is covered with breasts. And this is, uh, she's similar, if you know uh, Roman mythology, to the Greek or to the Roman goddess of Diana, who Wonder Woman is named after. Um, Wonder Woman is loosely based on that character. And so this idea that you have a fertility god, and you could think about the tourist trade that would be associated with that fertility god, where people would come from all over And when they got there, they'd be like, Dad, can I have an Artemis t-shirt? Or, Dad, can I have an Artemis keychain? Or, you know, maybe they want to put on an Artemis necklace because they want the fertility, they want that closeness or that memory. And so this guy, Demetrius, he manufactures little trinkets and silver shrines for Artemis. It says he kept many craftsmen busy. Demetrius called them together along with others employed in similar trades and addressed them as follows. Gentlemen, You know that our wealth comes from this business, but as you have seen and heard, this man Paul has persuaded many people that handmade gods aren't really gods at all. And he's done this not only here in Ephesus, but throughout the entire province. Of course, I'm not just talking about the loss of public respect or business. I'm also concerned about the temple of our great goddess Artemis, that she will lose her influence and that that Artemis, this magnificent goddess worshiped throughout the province of Asia, and all around the world will be robbed of her great prestige. So Demetrius immediately gets these people rallied up. Now, how does he do it? He does it by going after their income. Hey, this guy Paul's preaching about that, you know, Artemis is not really that big a deal. And guess what? If Artemis isn't a big deal, you're not going to be making any money. Oh, and oh, by the way, people aren't going to come to Ephesus. Oh, and just so you know, Artemis, this great goddess, she's going to be relegated to being a nobody nothing that nobody cares about and so it says this uh, these people got all excited in verse 28 at this their anger boiled and they began shouting great is Artemis of the Ephesians now we're going to pause there we're going to read the rest of the story later but we know that they they chant this for hours on end great is Artemis of the Ephesians great is Artemis of the Ephesians and my question is what would you shout about in a crowd? What would get you really, really excited? Uh, great is my sports team. Great is my political party. Great is 
and you can fill in the, the blank with bad stuff, drugs, greatest porn, greatest, uh, you know, things that are not of God. Or you could fill in the blank with great is Jesus, great is God, great is his love for us. There's so many good things that we could chant. And I know personally for me, the only times I find myself yelling in a public crowd are either at a sports event where I get wrapped up in the crowd, maybe you can relate, or at church where I'm actually singing and worshiping with a group of people. And I hope that the latter, that worshiping at church is more akin to who I am and where my heart is. So I want to pray for us today. What is it that we would shout about and where does God need to change things in our hearts so that we can shout more about him? Heavenly Father, you are a God above all gods. You are a powerful, wonderful God. You are great. You are the only God. And all these other things that we shout about that are not of you, I pray that they would fade away. I pray that our hearts would be focused on you, that our minds would be focused on you, and that we would have the courage to go out and shout about who Jesus is so that sorcerers would lay down their sorcery books and that silversmiths would be enraged and that they would fight against you. God, I pray ultimately that all people would come to know you, but more than that, I pray that we would have the courage to share your name no matter what. God, we love you and we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.